Welcome to Denali Lord Nutrition and Wellness. My name is Denali Lord. I'm your host. A little bit about me. I am a registered dietitian, fitness and wellness expert. I've been in the fitness and wellness industry for almost 20 years. Today's episode focuses on our financial health. One of our greatest gifts we can give to ourselves is financial health. Ultimately, the way that we view money, the way that we handle money, our overall relationship with money is indicative to some extent of our self-love. Now, hear me out. I realize that some of us may be in debt. Some of us may be struggling with our finances, and it doesn't mean that we don't love ourselves, but it's up to us and how we handle, treat, and view money from this point forward that really shapes that overall perception of self-love and financial health. So what does financial health mean? Well, upon Googling this, I found thousands of answers, literally, but my definition is that our current financial capability not only supports us in our current lifestyle, but it allows us to save and plan for our future. We are debt-free. The way that we view, handle, and utilize money is done in a way that best reflects who we are as a person and helps us continue to stay in that positive balance, meaning we're not in debt throughout our life. So this does not mean that we have all the money in the world, that we are billionaires or millionaires or whatever your definition of a lot of money is. It simply means that we are satisfied with the amount of money that we have and that we know how to spend it and utilize it wisely. Now, a little bit about me. I am not a financial planner. I am not a financial expert. Um, I have gone through periods of time where I've had more money in my life and less money in my life. I've had minor debt. Um, I've been lucky in that for the majority of my life, I've had no debt. So really today's topic is just about getting in the right mindset if you are struggling with money whether you are in debt, whether you are not in debt, whether you're just frustrated with where you are at currently. So one of the first things that I encourage people to do and I've done for myself is I make a list or if you like to type an Excel spreadsheet of all of your money that's coming in. So all of your resources, whether it's from a job or you own a business or say you clean houses, you walk dogs, whatever it is that you do, list the ways that you legitimately and legally earn money. Okay. If you get child support and that comes on a very consistent, regular basis, report it because that does indicate regular income. Okay. If it's something that, you know, you get a, a monetary gift or you won the lottery, maybe you count it, but you also are aware that this is not a regular reoccurring thing. From that list of all of our income that's coming in, we want to have another column or another sheet for where all of our money is going. Write down all of your bills. So all of the utilities, 
any credit card bills, any monthly memberships or subscriptions. Those add up. Sometimes we forget that we have a subscription to Amazon Prime Video, Netflix, and Hulu. So write down all of your expenses every month, um, even the ones that are not consistent. So say you got into a car accident and you had some body work done to your car. Write that down. Now from those expenses, categorize which ones are monthly, which ones are just um, random and intermittent, and then really look at those monthly expenses. For example, if you have three subscriptions to video services, Hulu, Amazon Prime Video, and Netflix, do you really need all three? Because at the end of the day, there's usually like one or two shows that you can't get on the other subscription service. So that's about 60 to 70 bucks right there, depending upon your plan per month. Okay. Other big sources of subscriptions, uh, ladies for us, we've got our beauty products that we like to use and they will get you hooked. So are you using these? Are these going to be utilized empty by the time your subscription service is done? So really be, be aware. So, um, one of the easiest things you can do to spend less money is look at your subscription services and then start to weed those out. The other day, I got a charge for 300 American dollars for a subscription that I haven't used in two years on some health app. And I was like, oh crud. So I had to go back and companies don't make it easy. And I had to say, hey, I haven't used this. Can I please get my money back? And they gave me a really hard time. And I'm like, well, you can look and see all the times that I've logged on and done this. And I had just completely forgotten about it. In fact, I don't even have the piece of equipment. Oops. So make sure you're staying on top of that because that is a very easy way for us to lose track of our money. Um, also start to look at how often you are eating out. Now, I'm not saying you can't ever eat out, but just in general, as a dietitian, as a fitness professional, when we eat out, we tend to make poor, poorer, um, healthy eating decisions. We tend to not eat as healthily as if we were actually preparing a meal ourselves. Not always, but in general. So if you're finding that you're eating out all the time, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, obviously that adds up, right? Fast food is very expensive because we are paying for that convenience fee. So start to go through your expenses and see where you could cut back. I'm not saying you have to get rid of it. I'm not saying get, get rid of Netflix. If you love Netflix, by all means, if you absolutely love something and you utilize the crap out of it, keep using it, right? You are getting your money's worth. But if you have 15 of something that's just totally extraneous, maybe you don't need it. Okay, the next thing, this is gonna be maybe a little bit of a hot topic for some of us. Look at your expenses and see where you have those finances where you're like, ooh, that's a little bit excessive. So it's usually things that we indulge ourselves on. For me, it's clothing. I love athleisure and I have a hard time saying no sometimes. Does it mean I need it all? No. So we have to start noticing that if you are spending hundreds or thousands of dollars on a particular service or product, 
that's a good indicator that we probably need to change our behavior because that hundred or thousands of dollars could be something that we could be using to save right for a rainy day which is we never know when that rainy day might come so overall we're going through our expenses we're looking at the random things that start to accumulate and become more habits now we all have those random things that happen like body work for a car or things like that and that's really going to fall under your rainy day category so it's important that we are saving something that we make, even if it's $5, $5 from your paycheck. You can do that, right? $5 is not even a coffee nowadays. So even if you are putting 1%, 5% or ideally 10% of each paycheck away for a rainy day, or hopefully you don't have to use it for a rainy day. Hopefully you can use it to go on a cruise or this amazing vacation, but you've got some savings in case shit hits the fan, right? That's a good thing to have. Um, it's, it's important because, uh, let me tell you, I just took my dog to the emergency vet. He wasn't in there 30 minutes and it cost $1,600. Yikes, right? I love my fur baby, but um, that got costly very quickly. So the other part of money is just how we view it, our overall relationship with it. When you view money, do you view it as something that is a necessary evil? Do you view it as this amazing tool that can allow you to do all the things that you want to do in your life? Or do you view money as it's evil? It's toxic. Our mindset around money is really, really important. So we're going to do a little journaling. So today or tomorrow or whenever you have time, I want you to sit down and I really want you to think about your past and current relationship with money. Growing up, how did your parents discuss money? Um, were they wealthy and very giving and generous? Were they wealthy and very tight-fisted? Were you poor, but your parents were still generous with money? Or were they poor and very frugal? So there's all different aspects, right? From ranging from very wealthy to very poor to being in the middle. But it's really more how we see and perceive money. If we perceive money as a threat, something that can ultimately make or break us, and it's toxic, that gives us a negative mindset of money. And it's gonna be very hard to change that until we learn to shift our mindset that money is literally an energy currency. Money does make the world go round and it does help make our life easier, but it is not evil. Money, in fact, can actually be a very beautiful thing. It has allowed a lot of um, philanthropists to do amazing things like build hospitals, build roads, build bridges. So money has its good purposes. Money, just like anything else, can be mishandled, mistreated, and can be used to manipulate people. So we have to really dive in and use kind of that higher level thinking, almost like we're stepping out of our body, kind of looking over us to realize our relationship with money. So if you are having a difficult time with money of, 
money is a bad thing and maybe you've had a bad experience maybe you've been in debt or maybe you've gotten a divorce or something over money whatever your story is let's really get to the bottom of it and then just start to ask yourself questions like well what if i started to perceive money as this tool that would allow me to go on a vacation or to save for a rainy day or to spend more time doing the things that I love and less time at a desk or cubicle where I'm earning money for someone else. So start to kind of play around with that, that mindset, just kind of hear me out on that. So another aspect of our relationship with money is how we earn it. Um, it definitely does influence our perception of money. For example, if you are in a job that you love, you feel satisfied, you feel emotionally, mentally, and physically happy and healthy, more than likely your overall perception of money is going to be positive. Whereas if you're in a job that you hate, you feel under-respected, underpaid, undervalued, more than likely your perception of money is going to be negative. It is not going to be pleasant. So if this is the case where you're in a career where you're feeling like you're not getting compensated appropriately, you feel like you're kind of, maybe you've, you've reached the top of your ladder. You have progressed so much that there is just no more room to progress financially. It's time to sit ourselves down and again, open our journal or just spend time in a quiet place where we can reflect on our mindset about money and our job. Because ultimately, the way that we can express self-love is through how we take care of ourselves, what we do for a living, whether or not we eat healthy, whether or not we exercise, whether or not we get eight plus hours of sleep. It does impact our overall quality of life. So having a heart to heart with yourself of, okay, you know, I'm not satisfied in my job and starting to take those next steps to either finding a role that you love whether that's applying for another job or applying for another job within another department of your company, or maybe you go off and you decide to open your own business or go back to school and learn something new, but really being honest with yourself of, okay, this isn't working. And that's happened before with so many people. And the amazing thing about people nowadays is it's really fun to read resumes and just hear people's stories of, I did this for 10 years or 20 years and then I decided to go back to school. Or one day I reached out to an old colleague and said, hey, um, I'd love to get into XYZ. So one other thing that I encourage you to do as far as changing your mindset and your relationship with money, start to follow people who you admire, who seem to resonate and speak the same financial language that you want to by associating and learning to think like these individuals who have become financially wealthy, you too, it, it's kind of like that domino effect where if one person exhibits, you've ever walked into a room or one person's been in a bad mood, it has the effect on everyone. So really learning to take time for yourself, to resonate with people that you respect, you look up to, whether that's in the newspaper, on the news and social media, just start to read and learn more about what these individuals are doing. 
Guys, thank you so much for listening. Again, my name is Denali Lord. I'm a registered dietitian, health and mindset coach, as well as a fitness professional. I've taught pretty much everything but Zumba because I have two left feet and I'm proud of that. Uh, thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions or comments, you can always reach out to me on social, on Instagram at Denali underscore Lord, or you can reach out to me via email. It's info, I-N-F-O, at Denali, D-E-N-A-L-I, Lord, L-O-R-D, dot com. I can't wait to talk to you guys and hear from you soon. Otherwise, have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk soon.